It's Back Porch Spiritual. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey y'all. Believe it or not, this podcast shit is hard. Uh, Before I got into any details with the other episodes or before we started letting loose publishing the other episodes I just wanted to kind of get some introductory information because I think it helps um I know growing up as I was studying on and off I always like to hear people's origin stories right because it helps to identify but also it's like a lot of folks out here that like I've listened to in other podcasts or like YouTube or just blogs and things like that like I'm like wow okay I guess we really out here like gang gang right I'm so lame oh my god uh (laughs) anyways I think it helps is what I'm trying to get at um and so I hope that my very brief rundown of like where I'm coming from helps somebody out there and if it does I'd love to hear hear about it um but yeah let's just start it So, I first got into witchcraft and paganism and all this other stuff. I think, I was was hella young. I was like, 12? How old am I? Yeah, I was like 12. So, it's like going on 13 years now, if my math is correct. Um, I was a writing major, so don't quote me on any math. Ever. Like, ever, ever. But I was like 12, and my interest in it, really came from my mama and my mom and the stuff we enjoyed so my mama is a very religious woman um she loves jesus she loves the lord she loves god um and she also loves ghost pictures as she calls them so like television shows about the paranormal paranormal investigations and just spooky shit she loves it she can't get enough of it but she only watches it when I'm over there or when my cousins are over there because she do, she will not watch it by herself it just it just tickles me but anyways so growing up we always hear like spooky stories like encounters that she's had um growing up or that like people around her have experienced and the land we grew up on was hella haunted like ain't no if ands or buts about that it was hella haunted and so we all had experiences and my mamma would tell us about hers and about some stuff that happened in the family and she would tell us that the women in our family were gifted some of the men too but mostly the women um, were gifted and sometimes we could see or hear spirits sometimes we know things before you know they happened or before someone else would know them and then some, sometimes we would even lost my train of thought. Oh, sometimes we would even have like premonitions about loved ones before they passed on or someone before they passed on in addition to like being visited by them after the fact, right? And she always used to tell us, she's like, it's one of those use it or lose it kind of things. And like, as a child, I'm like, heck yeah, I'm going to use this. Especially watching shows like Ghost Whisperer and Medium and things like that. I was all over that shit, man. Um, But then, you know, you grow up, you get older, like you kind of get distracted or like you put some of that stuff away. And, you know, you lose it, like my mom all said. But in addition to these ghost stories... 
this is before the age of 12 and after Hill, let's be honest. Before the age of 12, m me and Mama and me and Mama, we all would watch all the supernatural shows. Like, I'm talking Charmed, the, the OG Charmed. We're talking Moonlight, Buffy, Angel, all, the whole TNT slash WB slash CW lineup. We were all up and through there, man. And I think growing up, knowing that like like a lot of families out there, my family had this like thing. You know, it wasn't it wasn't weird. It wasn't forbidden. It wasn't bad. It was just like this thing that we all could do. And like seeing some of that reflected. And the TV shows that I watched, I thought it was like super cool. And I definitely, definitely tried to explode things and like freeze things with my mind because Piper was my homegirl, whether she knew it or not. Like, Piper was the OG witch. I aspired to be her. We all know that I did not explode things <laughs> with my mind. I did not freeze anything because, to my knowledge at least, that is not real. Um, but it did open up my mind to all the stuff that's out there. In addition to um, <laughs> this very, again, I told y'all, I got most of my early learning from the internet. It was me as like a 12 slash 13 slash 14 year old scrolling through the forums, like asking all the questions to everybody. And, you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there. There's also a lot of like problematic or predatory things that people do like unnecessary gatekeeping or like those people that have this complex where they are the end-all be-all authority on certain topics and we just know that's not the case like anybody who's practiced anything for more than like a couple of months just knows that there is no end-all be-all source of wisdom unless like you're the founder of a tradition or something you know that's the exception but anyways I I, <laughs> I definitely thought I was, oh gosh, this is so embarrassing. Okay, so y'all, honesty hour, definitely thought I was like fully convinced I was a vampire, okay? Like, no shit for like a couple of months. And I think it might have been like eighth grade. I was old enough to know better. But hey, you know, you live and you learn. But what it really boiled down to was energy you know um and that kind of blended in over into like my studies of witchcraft because it the school of thought that I kind of like came up on was that everything 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 and everyone and just all the things that ever will be and ever were were all energy right so it's like kind of pulling in that scientific element um I guess I don't know I'm not a scientist um, <laughs> but pulling in that, like, element that's, like, accepted in some situations and, like, adding on to it, like, combining science and magic and the idea of witchcraft and, and, and experimenting, experimentation, experimenting, and anyways, combining all of that shit, and so all of this is just to say that, what is it just to say? I don't know. I do know. I do know. I do know where I was going with that train of thought. <laughs> this is why it's called back porch spiritual. Because if y'all ever sat on the back porch with your mamma, aka grandma, in case anybody's been lost so far, or with any family member, y'all know sometimes some stories just be going on and on, and you be like, "What the hell is the point here?" Like, come on. 
Um, we're gonna try to avoid that, but it will happen. I am Southern and I do talk a lot, so. Uh, but all of that was really just to say that there was a lot of information out there, and like, even from the jump, I started pulling the parts that like I actually knew. Okay, this makes sense. This is applicable to me and like my understanding at this moment of the universe and of the world. I started pulling some information from the shows and books that I watch. I think we call it pop culture witchcraft now. Um, and like, there's a stigma, I feel like sort of around it in the community because they're like, what? Like pop culture, but there's like a lot of shit you can use from there. Um, it's not all like ancient tombs, tomes, tomes of wisdom. Fuck. I don't know. And my mom, I was lucky enough to be surrounded by these two wonderful women who, well, okay, so my mom was a lot more open when we just wanted me to be happy and, like, take this journey wherever it took me, as long as I was being safe and not hurting nobody or hurting myself, you know? Um, like, I definitely thought I was being sneaky up at Books A Million and Barnes & Noble trying to slide them, like, witchcraft books. I think, like, Nocturnal Witchcraft, there was a book about vampires, I think it was by Michelle Bellinger. Um, sliding them books in there. Like, my mama wasn't going to know. Like, she wasn't the one bankrolling this party. You know what I'm saying? But in the day, my mama never, like, made fun of me, never judged me, at least outwardly, about it. And she just accepted whatever it was. And I just know that's so valuable because a lot of us get ostracized, you know? Um, but my family paid a huge part into it. And I think now, as I'm reconnecting with, like, my spirituality and my religion and the large part behind, like, why this is called back porch spiritual is because a lot of what I know was either, like, me chilling on the back porch, meditating, observing the world around me, or, like, those conversations I had at Mamaw's house on the front porch and the back porch or, like, out in the yard or just with my mom or, you know, just, like, with family, rooted in family. And I think as a Southerner, I think that's a big part of like what's starting to like I guess play into everything you know because family is like hella important down here y'all like and I'm not just talking blood family because blood don't make you family you know what I'm saying I think there's like some kind of like inspirational really deep quote out there on the internet or several about it but like your husband family and your blood family you know your spiritual family and your blood family and it's just rooted in, like, this practical, I don't want to call it kitchen witchery, you know, or, like, hearth magic. I mean, shit, if that's what it is, that's what it is. But it's, like, rooted in these these family traditions and, like, the traditions of the land and, hell, all of that stuff. But it's, like, what does that mean? You know? I don't know. I'm talking to y'all like I'm going to talk back. You can, though, by the way, at backporchspiritual.com. No, wrong backporchspiritual at gmail.com all one word back like your back of your body porch as in the thing you go sit out on and then spiritual like spirits <laughs> at gmail.com uh, and it's really just that's really all just a uh, a, a breakdown, I guess, a, a, a overview. I think it's probably, as I'm going back and listening to everything, I think it's smart to just hit the highlights real quick. Um, is that before the age of 12, I was exposed to the idea of the afterlife and the paranormal um, because of 
my family's sensitivity to those things. And then also from the shows and the books and the the stories that me and my family, my mom, my mamma, my aunt, we all love to listen to. And it's like that combined with some of the other stuff that I had going on at the time led me to the concept of energy and vampires and other kin and witchcraft. And I kind of like the witchcraft, not the witchcraft, the vampire and other kin stuff that kind of like pushed to the wayside because witchcraft was really the solution to the the situations that I was having at that time. And it was really about empowerment as a preteen, early teenager, you know, and just in general, like having that kind of power, like the witches that I saw on the TV shows that I loved, like Charmed, namely, but also other ones, just knowing that there was something I could do to affect the world around me, at least when it came to how the world around me interacted with me, at least in some parts, some things um, like certain or just like predestined. Um, I know that word has a lot of baggage, but in this case, I just mean some things are just planned out by who? I don't know yet. Will I ever know? I don't know. Um, but yeah, and it's just, it all kind of led me to this place where I am now, where I'm taking all of this knowledge that's like heavily influenced by the stuff that I learned, past tense, and learn present tense from my mamma, from my mom, from my Aunt Pumpkin, um, and combining that with the stuff I've learned since I was 12, that was like 13 years ago, I'm 25 now, yeah, that's, that math is right. Yeah, that math's right. <laughs> so combining the stuff I've learned before then with the stuff in the past 13 years and like not necessarily making a tradition for myself because, again, you know, I, we we may want to label stuff, but I get real like antsy. That's the airplane in the background. Um, I get real antsy about like labeling things and like creating things just because of the experiences I've had in the past where like, for some people, it's more about that label and more about the status of that label than it is that about the actual practice and learning and like what we can actually do as these powerful, you know, extensions of the divine, you know? Um, and it's about how all of that fits into, one, my identity as a biracial woman as a black woman and as a southerner because we know those two identities don't really have the friendliest relationships and also how I can take these two pieces and like marry them together if I can marry them together I may find out that I can't who knows you know it's just part of the process and then how and what it looks like moving forward um because as I as I mentioned or I might have mentioned in one of the other 30,000 different versions of this episode <laughs> that I've pre-recorded and just did not like. Um, even though I've studied, officially now have studied witchcraft and various offshoots of witchcraft and paganism and other things um, for 13 years now on and off, I still don't. I still always feel like there's something I'm not getting. There's something that's not, you know, clicking. And maybe that's just because I'm not paying. 
up until the last few months, I haven't really been paying a lot of attention to my spiritual health. Or maybe it's because it's time for, you know, a revamp, a spring cleaning of the spiritual self, so to speak. Um, And that's really what this is about and what I'm about. And I think what I've always been about. So if you're into that, welcome. Um, Hopefully you'll get something out of this. If not, that's totally cool to you. And yeah, if you have any questions or want to talk about anything, as I mentioned before, I love to talk. So drop us a line or drop me a line because it's just me here um, at backporchspiritual at gmail.com. I got it right this time. And yeah, I look forward to hearing from everybody. Thanks for listening. Real quick, before we go. Um, one thing that I think is so interesting that we as spiritual people can do is divination. And I've gotten more into it than I used to be. Um, especially after <laughs> after 2019. Um, because in 2019, I started really looking into tarot. I'm by no means... Um, super well versed into what each card means but I know certain cards when I see them so like the tower y'all I swear I swear the world right now is going through a tower phase because when I went through my tower phase the first one in 2019 that shit knocked me straight on my ass um but I have this cute major arcana deck um for free that you can find online based off of y'all 90s babies y'all listen Lisa freaking frank and yes they are as cute as you think they are um so i printed these babies out and i laminated them with my good old laminate machine and we got some major arcana cards arcana arcana who knows who cares whatever y'all know what i'm talking about and so i think it'd be cool to pull one of these major arcana cards and see what is a message that we need to put out you know maybe for myself Maybe for y'all. Maybe for the world. Who knows? Um, let's see which card we fill in. Let's go with this one. So this is the Hierophant. Reversed. Okay, y'all. So check this out. If y'all want to talk about some freaking synchronicity. Okay. So apparently the Hierophant is a reminder that sometimes... You gotta look within. Sometimes you have to go your own way about things and figure out if the stuff that you're learning or the stuff that you're being taught actually applies to you and it matches your values, you know? You got to look within or as that, uh, the little leprechaun, um, that Charmed episode says, which I always think about, y'all. I always think about this when I'm talking about meditation there's this scene where Paige, they've all been bewitched, right? They're all under a spell to, like, chase after their desires. And Paige is floating above the freaking Golden Gate Bridge when the leprechauns and the magical community is under siege. And the leprechaun dude pops up there and he's like, you're sitting up here contemplating your navel. And I was like, what? And so the Hierophant, he asks us to contemplate our navels, you know? I'm not saying go sit on top of the Golden Gate Bridge because that is dangerous and I highly recommend it and I'm explicitly telling you not to do that. 
But it he is asking us to look within, man. If it fits with you, hey, it fits with you. If it don't, well, maybe it's time to think about why, you know? Now is the time for me, and I think maybe for all of us, to say, okay, what values don't work for us anymore? I know it applies to me with this podcast and my current spiritual journey, but I also think it applies to the world, too, you know? Because right now we're under a pandemic. I know at least in the U.S. we're seeing a lot of people very unhappy. Um, I think we've all been unhappy for a while about certain things that, um, certain policies, certain laws, certain doctrines that are in place that maybe no longer serve us, you know? I'm not a politician. I don't know what to do to, to fix all of these things. I don't, you know, pretend to know. But I think the Hierophant is asking us to start evaluating that and seeing what aligns with our, our truest self, our truest, highest good, um, and get back to making our own rules. But also knowing that it's okay to change, you know? We're not the same people we were 13 years ago, trolling the forums, um, convinced we're vampires. <laughs> um, and we're not the same as we were last month or even really yesterday. You know, every day we're growing. And I think the Hierophant is just a reminder that it's okay to reevaluate, to do a little spring cleaning um, spiritually and mentally and physically too, you know, if you need a detox. But yeah, I think that's I think that's a good card to end it on with. So, thanks for listening. Catch you next time.